All right, Ambush, and we are joined today by a one of the three members, one of the sultry swooners of a, a group known as a sweet alibi, and ooh, my, a uh, my. They are working on leading to releasing their fourth album, and it is an incredible listen, and I am so very excited to dive behind that album here today with Amber Nielsen. How's it going today, Amber? Excellent. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is all my pleasure for sure. And like I said, we're diving into this new fourth album. And of course, for those who maybe have been following the band for a while, your third album actually came out in 2016. And our first taste of this new album, Make a Scene, actually came in 2019 with the first single, Confetti. So it seems like it's been a little bit of a uh, a process to get this album together. It's been some a little bit of a timeline here. So when exactly did this album begin to take shape? When did Confetti begin to take shape? Um, Confetti started like a, about, I guess, a year or two, probably two years before we ever really made it into a full song, Death BC, and she heard a story of a woman from Austria who had sort of near the end of her life and her family started fighting over her money before she was passed. And so she took all her money out and destroyed it. And there is more to that story, but we'll just leave it there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so she heard this story on CBC and she's like, wow, this is a pretty badass woman. She deserves a song. So that's how that song sort of started. And a lot of songs start like that. And then it's like, you know, you bring it up, but it might take a couple of years for us to be like, okay, let's actually do something with this song okay and yeah we had it we had a big gap of time and that was just we were on the road so much you know people think they're writing and recording on the road but it's really not that way <laughs> yeah it's uh everyone thinks that you're just in the back of a bus just recording and it's like no it's a, it's a much smaller bus and setting up recording equipment is this is no this you're gonna hear you're every bump baby every bump on the road <laughs> Those demos coming out real rough. Yeah, exactly. You can hear the wheels turning. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So when exactly did you guys actually get into the studio then? Because you mentioned you were on the road quite a bit there. Yeah, it would have been 2019, I guess. We went into the studio and we gave ourselves a lot of pre-production time. Um, Again, we were just on tour so much it was hard to schedule the time so but that was pretty late in the game and um what we got to we found two amazing producers that are local here in winnipeg and we started doing pre-production with them and our players our bass player and our drummer and then we just did that long enough until we felt comfortable and then started recording okay awesome so with this album you can sort of sense a little bit more um a little more depth in the instrumentation one might say so is this a concentrated effort from the band to try and bring a little bit more of that live show sound to the actual recording i think too yeah definitely for sure and i think just 
because of being on the road and playing so many shows and touring so much, we just got better at our instruments, more confident. Um, and just listening to more music that we enjoy all together. We were like, oh, we want to write parts like, so yeah, that was, that had a lot to do with it. And yeah, I think just getting better, we're all a little, we've matured with our instruments. Okay. So were you actually able to, because of course, as we all know, the last couple of years getting in and out of a studio, playing live shows, all of those things have been a little difficult. So did you actually manage to record all of these parts before everything shut down? Were you guys sort of recording bits and pieces of this album throughout the last two years as well? Or what has the production sort of been like just throughout? Yeah, no, we we actually recorded everything before the pandemic started. And so we were planning on basically releasing that spring. I think like the pandemic, I was in Alberta when it sort of started seeing it in the papers, you know, like a pandemic is coming and um, that was March. So we would have been releasing like a few months from then. I think we were going to do actually like maybe in the fall from then. If I remember correctly, it's all a bit of a blur now. <laughs> so we decided instead to just release some singles and keep releasing a few singles from there and feel it out. And and now we're going to release. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. It's been an interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. As many of us, the entire industry, the entire world was forced to adapt. And like you mentioned, you can't really remember when it was supposed to be because let's not worry about the past. It's let's try and figure out the future and because that's constantly changing too. So got to make the most of it. (laughs) Correct. Uh, Fantastic. Awesome. So of course you mentioned that there was a couple other singles that have been released from this album leading up to this uh, new release here. And of course, in October, we got our third taste, our latest taste of Make a Scene with the track Slow Down. So what exactly was the group? Uh, what was Sweet Alibi trying to capture within this specific track? Well, what I love about this track is that it pertains to now and today so much. Um, but when Jessica wrote it, it was, it wasn't a pandemic, but it really had a lot to do with looking at the world and how fast people are going. I mean, it's no surprise where we are today because if you, you know, things are just moving too fast in the world. People are seeming a lot more greedy. Everyone wants to get on top by pushing other people down. You know, it's a sort of about capitalism and what we should really be looking at and, yeah, just really slowing down. Mm-hmm. Is our current way of life even sustainable? It isn't. So that's exactly. And we talk about that a lot as a group because because we're on the road and we're using vehicles and we're flying. Like We try to use as much as we can, uh, where we can. Yeah, it's all really interesting. It's like the more I listen to the song and like through the production of it, it really fell in love with the the message there. Mm -hmm. Very uh, beautiful message indeed. And one thing that I kind of uh, really enjoy about it too is the music video that goes along with it because it's 
fairly simple having been like recorded remotely and otherwise but at the same time that kind of speaks towards like the value of the song where it's once again does it really need to be over the top flashing lights huge epic production when you guys got a really good music video for this track just doing it on your own so take us a bit behind that did you guys all have to record your own parts did you have like one green screen and you all like came and did your pieces individually what was the filming of this video like yeah it was interesting because at the time with our restrictions here in manitoba we couldn't all be together so um we each had a white wall at home and we figured you know if we take our iphones and just record what we can um each do a few different like shots of it and just dance and have fun with the song um, and then we have our our friend here, Scott McKay, who's a videographer. I don't know if that's what you call him, but he makes videos. And uh, yeah, so we just sent it all to him and he put it together and added the lights and stuff and different graphics and whatnot. But yeah, it turned out really good. Thanks. I really like it. And that was the idea. It's like, let's just keep this simple. And there were a few moments where we're panicking, like, oh, we can't make the music video we wanted to with this and and it, and then in the end it was like well what is the point of this song like it doesn't need to be a big deal we just want to get the song out to share and we want people to see our faces and how happy we are to have this song there hey absolutely we had a lot of fun with it well and that's what matters too right you have to have fun while making music oh yeah mm-hmm. some people forget that along the way got. yeah yeah <laughs> We're a pretty let's have fun on the road or wherever we can, like, you know, awesome. however we can. Hey, yeah. well, good to hear. Good to hear. And of course, you mentioned getting the music out to the people. And we've been talking about exactly that building up to this moment for this fourth album to finally be out into the world. I know we're recording this interview a little bit before the actual release. But what is the excitement like right now, the anticipation, knowing that after like six years, your first album in that time is finally going to be out? Yeah, it's really emotional, actually. Um, I haven't, I've tried not to think about it too much just because with everything going on, it is one of those things when you release an album, it's a lot of musicians say it too. It's like, it's like your baby. It's like you're getting ready to to release it and you're so afraid like what are people gonna think are they gonna like how it looks how it sounds um but as soon as you release that you all those feelings sort of you have to let them go and i'm just really proud of what we did i'm really really proud of jessica and michelle and alistair and sandy just how they played and how we worked together um i'm also just so proud of like we've been a band for about 12 years now and We've gone through quite a bit and to get through the pandemic together and still have each other's backs and want to move forward past this. It's it's a dream come true. It's just yeah, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> and you don't know what's gonna happen. Like, will radio pick it up or will people like it? But you take a chance and that's all we have in life is taking chance. Hey, you take that chance for sure. You're not sure what the radio is going to think immediately or otherwise, but you guys did get the chance to get on the road briefly to play some of these songs live. So you at least got to hear a little bit of that feedback. So what was it like to A, return to the live stage and B, be able to play some of these new songs for 
some fans across Alberta and BC. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm still sort of shocked that we were on that tour. Um, we were so unsure about it. So going into her, we were a little reluctant. But once we were on the road, we realized how much we had missed it, how much we'd missed the fans. People were excited to see us, you know. It was a limited audience and some of the shows were online, but like one of the highlights for me was in Penticton. Um, and there was just such a great audience. It was a warm welcoming. It's nice to hear people clapping again and being able to come up and buy a CD after and tell you how much they like the songs. And it's just really rewarding. And, you know, people share our big thing is like, we talk a lot about our personal lives on stage. And so, what I missed most was just audience members coming up after and being like, oh, I've been through this and that too. And thanks for sharing. You know, it's sort of a therapy for a musician. So it was really nice. It's a therapy even as a listener too, just to a lot of the fans didn't realize probably as well, just what that feeling of being out in a crowd, being able to express that common energy and releasing it with just that everybody. It's something that I think we all took for granted. Yeah, I for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I hear that. Like I I work at a venue here and I got to see some live shows during the summer and it was yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> I can't wait for it to all be coming back. Awesome. Awesome. So of course, with this album coming out, I know that the future is a little bit hard to predict, but without giving away too much magic of what 2022 holds for the group, uh, what can you tell us about the future? Sorry, I lost you there for a minute. Uh... Oh. If you could just repeat the question. Oh, no worries. So we're, of course, what we're saying is we're talking about the album coming out. And of course, that is an important part of the future. And the future is uh, a little hard to predict right now, of course. But without giving away too much of the magic of what 2022 potentially holds for Sweet Alibi, what can you tell us about the future? Well, after the album release, we are getting back to planning some tours that we've been working on for a while. As most people know, there was lots of cancellations. So it's a, a really big reshuffling of venues that really want to have us there. And I've been in such awe of venue owners that have just been so easy to work with and understanding and wanting to rebook and festivals. So... That's going to be the most exciting thing once we're able to get back on the road, you know? And two, like, I just am excited to be able to be in the same room with my band. And as much as it is like releasing a new album, it'll be nice to get back to writing more music, you know? Um, that will be really fun because who knows, maybe in another year or two, we'll have another album. I mean, that would be ideal, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I, who knows? Yeah. Well, hopefully all goes well. Fans across Canada can see them some sweet alibi, maybe even a little bit further. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe we get some more music down the road, maybe some more music videos. Either way, I am very excited to see what the future holds. I think it holds beautiful things for just us in general and sweet alibi themselves. Thank you. 
Agreed. Awesome. So if anybody wants to keep up to date on track with those future announcements, how can they go ahead and do so? Yeah, well, we're on Facebook, uh, Sweet Alibi, and we're also on Instagram, Sweet Alibi, and then we have SweetAlibi.com. And yeah, you can always find us individually on Facebook, too. We love hearing from fans. I don't think we post our phone numbers on there, but you never know. (laughs) I think in the beginning, when we were first a band, we had our phone numbers on there. (laughs) But that was a long time ago when you, you know, book shows just by calling venues and whatnot. A little different now. <laughs> Just a little bit different. Probably keep that those details a little more <laughs> hidden these times. Oh, fantastic. I have had a blast chatting about this new album, Make a Scene with You Here Today. Amber, I have one last question. Are you ready for it? I am. Awesome. All right. So, of course, we've talked about the process of how just adapting, having to sort of put this album on the back burner, take a few years to actually get out to releasing it. Now what I would really like to know is, is through this process, through this time, how has this time helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Um, it's taught me a lot. I've actually... Since the beginning of the pandemic, I've been through a lot of changes. And with the album, like when we started recording the album, things were really fast paced. Like we had um, we had a certain deadlines to meet and, you know, like there's certain people you're working with that needs things by a certain time. And we were we were we were hitting all those marks. But, you know, it's sometimes hard to keep three people on the same page. Um, and so when we did finalize the recording and everything, we were so excited. And then when we started doing all the business side of stuff, that's when the pandemic hit. And at first we were sort of fighting against it and, you know, like, okay, well, we got to keep pushing forward. And then it was one of those situations where we realized we can't, and we should step back and look at what's important. We should be canceling all our tours. We should. So what it did for me is it really made me step back. I changed a lot of things in my life um, as far as growing as a person. I think all the whole band did, you know, we one of the band members has really settled down into a home. I've moved. Um, we just, you know, lots of personal growth there. I think a lot of people in the world have been doing that. Um, I've also just been working a lot more with the community. So that's, this is the longest I've ever been at home and stayed still so that was a hard thing for me like at first I was trying to keep really busy because I'm so used to being on the road and working and working and then all of a sudden it was like well, you're not working you're not going on the road so then I was like okay well I'll just be running every day and moving my body every day and then that got tiring and you know at one point it was just like it's okay it's okay to just stop it's okay to relax and once I finally did that, I sort of realized like I had a lot of stress in my life I was running from. And now I feel a lot of relief. Um, you know, there's also this whole other side of it that I'm concerned about the world and, and all that. But, you know, I, I try to just bring as much happiness forward to, to my friends and, you know, anyone that can see my life on social media, just try to be really positive. 
because we will get through it. <laughs> hey, we will together and the world can always use a little bit more happiness and joy. So I appreciate you sharing these lessons as well as the story of this new album, Make a Scene, here with us today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Oh, and boy, you can go ahead and find Sweet Alibi's brand new album, Make a Scene, over on your favorite music streaming service right now. When you're there, go ahead and hit follow so you can stay up to date with any new music that's going to be coming your way. You can also go ahead and follow Sweet Alibi over on your favorite social media platforms as well to stay up to date with new music releases, music videos, upcoming tour dates, and oh so much more. We need to thank Amber Nielsen one last time for joining us on today's episode of the DTP to take us behind this new album make a scene and we have to go ahead and thank amanda from over at indora recess for setting up today's conversation we have to thank german from yapeditor.com for editing everything making it sound so good and of course we have to thank you the ambush for tuning on in to today's interview if you've yet to join up with the am what are you waiting for it's as easy as hitting that subscribe button on the podcast listening service you're using right now you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode giving us a five-star review and by heading on over to www.deserttiger.shop to go ahead and copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that your beautiful face goes and with that, it's now time to say our final bye-byes, but not before I tell you, go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world. And until next time, Ambush, stay beautiful, happy, tell your people that you love them, and bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.